Hello and welcome back to Nature's Tales. This week on Nature's Tales I'm going to be talking about ivy, which is another classic eel-related plant. I always like to start off researching a plant by finding out about its alternative names. I think names are really interesting and it's funny that humans like to give names to everything, but sometimes they really do kind of paint a picture and they definitely do for ivy. So some of my favourites are Lovestone, which I would love to know the origin of, and also Robin Run in the Hedge. Ivy's meanings in folklore include bonds, fidelity, friendship and tenacity. And to dream of ivy indicates that friendships and good luck will follow, as well as good fortune, happiness, honour and success. So it's a pretty good omen. In the Scottish Highlands it's used to ward off evil and in Wales it's grown up house walls for protection but if it falls off that indicates something bad is about to happen. In folklore it was thought that a wife might cure her husband's drinking habit by spreading it across the pathway he will walk along on his way home from the pub which is one of my absolute favourite plant folk stories, I think that's hilarious. In folk magic, it's also thought to prevent intoxication and cure hangovers by drinking it, but I definitely do not recommend doing this as it is a bit poisonous. As with holly mentioned last week, it is heavily linked to Christmas, but it should never be taken into the home except for festive reasons and should always be accompanied by holly, so ivy and holly go together. And this is because holly represents the divine masculine and ivy the divine feminine, so together they work harmoniously, but they can't work without one another. It was thought that whichever was brought into the house first, for festive reasons, whether that was masculine or feminine, would rule the house for the following year. So if holly was brought into the house first, the man of the house would be in charge the following year, and if ivy was brought in first, then the woman was in charge. <laughs> And if the head of a household didn't get enough ivy to decorate the house around Christmas time, the maidservants would nail a pair of his breeches to the gate so that everyone who passed knew of his disgrace. As for divination, it's been said that you should pick a leaf on New Year's Eve and place it into a bowl of water. If it's still green on Twelfth Night, your health in the year will be good, but if it has black spots, illness should be expected. It's been used a lot in folk medicine, including cures for the plague, used as cold medicine, medicine for ewes, female sheep, after lambing to give them strength, um, particularly in Norfolk in England, and Leonardo da Vinci said that injured animals would roll in it to heal themselves. Ivy's ability to climb vertically and bind things together has had symbolic meaning in some stories. One of my favourites is the story of Tristan and Isolde. He was a knight and she was a princess and he was sent to get her to marry the king. Reminds me a bit of Shrek. But during their journey back to Cornwall they fell in love. So when they got back the king killed both of them and buried them in different graves so that even in death they couldn't be together. But Ivy grew out of each grave towards the other and they twined together to form a new connection. In the story even when the king cut the twined plants they would always regrow and reconnect, which I just think is a really beautiful tale to represent Ivy's connection to bonds and friendship and love, I suppose. So yeah, that is Ivy. I hope you guys are enjoying these and I will see you next week for the final instalment of my dissertation podcasts.